Welcome everyone, you're listening to Punchline, the show that brings you poetry and perspective for the young and the young at heart. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet. Now let's get started. Today on Punchline, I want to help wrap your head around your quarantine experience with some ideas to help you stay grounded, relieve the pressure to become a superhuman in isolation, and recite some of my poems during this time of uncertainty. Like me, many of you are quarantines, or adolescents in self-isolation. We're learning and working from home and trying to get used to this new normal. With all the tragic things that are happening in the world as a result of the coronavirus, now might seem like a pretty unusual time to talk about being positive. Well, staying positive is a core ingredient in the recipe of successful coping in a crisis. So, without further ado, here are my top five tips for quarantine living, staying positive and being less stressed out. Again, these are just suggestions, so there's no pressure to do all or any of them. But hopefully you can find at least a new way to look at your current situation and uplift your emotions. Tip number one, do something you enjoy in addition to online work and school. Rekindle old hobbies or pick up new ones, as long as you enjoy doing them. I downloaded some audiobooks and listened to them while doing other things or while walking. Netflix? Thank God for Netflix. Do I really need to explain the joy that Couch Potato Theater brings? (laughs) Nah, I didn't think so. Making films, writing, painting, recording podcast episodes, and listening to other people's podcasts are just some of my personal favorites. There is something out there for everyone, even if it means hopping on the TikTok bandwagon. All of these things are completely valid, and budgeting time each day to do something that makes you feel good is vital in a time like this. Tip number two, stay connected and disconnected. Stay in touch with your friends and family whenever possible and check up on them to see how they are doing. I love FaceTiming my friends and calling my grandparents on the phone. Time goes by so fast and then I check the call and it says two hours and 35 minutes. (laughs) Staying connected is great and all, but disconnecting is important too. It's important to keep up with the news, updates on the virus, Do not be consumed by it. Don't devote all of your time to hobbies that involve staring at a screen all day either. (laughs) Not only is a change of scenery beneficial to your mental health, it will give your eyes and brain the much-needed rest that they deserve. Tip number three, stay active. Just about every morning, I try to start my day with doing something to get my blood flowing and make me feel more awake. Personally, I enjoy running, but it doesn't have to be a grueling workout. Make it fun. Don't be afraid to leave your house every now and then and go for a short walk outside just to take in the fresh air. I love listening to Khalid, Party Next Door, Normani, you name it, while running. I could play those songs over and over again for hours. 
Sometimes I'll just put my music on blast and have my own dance session. And I keep my yoga mat rolled up next to my bed so every morning I get a gentle reminder to start my day right. Staying active and at least sitting outside on your porch is scientifically proven to improve your memory, decision-making skills, and uplift your mood. Tip number four, switch things up when you can. It's great to get some sort of structure into your day that at least is a basic routine. But this can get pretty stale quickly. Maybe you do something active once every morning. I switch up my workouts like traffic lights. Monday, Wednesday, Friday could be leg day. Saturday could be yoga. And maybe Sundays are reserved for walks outside. A couple weeks ago, I made my mom some banana almond pancakes for her quarantine birthday. And they were so good and still healthy. Now I can't stop making them. They're easy to make too. Just your basic pancake recipe, add in a few bananas, crushed up almonds, throw in some other ingredients and spices in the blender, fry them up on a pan, and you're done. Khalid and Party Next Door, they just released some new songs and always spice up my playlist. So try discovering new artists and music that you enjoy. This can help make your days feel fresh and new, even though your routine on a large scale still may look similar every day. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Punchline is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Now for my final and probably most important tip. Here's tip number five. Stay hopeful. Even during lockdown, you still have many small moments to savor. A good playlist, the feeling of a nice shower. When you stop to take in these moments rather than just let them rush by on autopilot, you're giving your brain a chance to relax and calm down. Look for the good in others. These types of crises can bring out both the worst and the best in human nature. I like to think that the best in human nature is rising to the COVID-19 challenge. Philanthropists are donating money towards research. Doctors and medical staff are working overtime to help sick patients. Even my own mom goes out to buy groceries for my house and for my grandparents. Superheroes are everywhere, trust me one of my personal favorite stories. The federal government has invested in purchasing nearly 1 million portable COVID-19 test kits from Spartan Bioscience, a biotech firm led by a University of Toronto grad. The revolutionary test cube is a small box-like device that collects and analyzes DNA without the need to send it to a lab, allowing results to come in in under 30 minutes. This is an absolute game changer. Spartan Bioscience is bringing portable testing to remote locations across Canada and ultimately around the world, with its first shipment coming in in these next few weeks. So, when we tune into these positive and pro-social aspects of the crisis, we are united in hope. But the thing is, I noticed on Instagram, Twitter, and other apps, it's 
so easy to start comparing our lives to the lives of others in isolation. People posting meals they're making and things that they've been up to is a great no, but some of us have invented this stigma within ourselves that we have to make the most of this pandemic. But here's the truth. It's okay to not be superhuman. I don't know if you've allowed yourself to admit that today or yesterday, or last week or last month, but if you haven't, I hope you take a few seconds right now, maybe just five seconds, stop what you're doing and take a deep breath or two. It's okay to not have all of this figured out. It's okay to somehow feel both productive, lazy, both extra and introverted, like me. It's okay to feel this need to make the most of these days while nothing is really predictable. Forgive yourself for the ways you make mistakes during these days. It's inevitable, and the sooner you realize that you won't be superhuman during these times, the more relaxed you can be to just feel comfortable being yourself. As we adapt, we won't be perfect, and that's okay. If we can slow ourselves down long enough to realize that we don't have it all together, we can start to reframe these days as opportunities for grace rather than demands for superhuman strength. And we don't have to socially distance ourselves from each other's humanity while staying safe, healthy, and happy. Now, in light of all these positive notes, I'd like to leave you with a final bit of hope as I recite some verses from my recent poem, If the World Was a Movie. If the world was a film, it would have no beginning, middle, or end. It would just play on. Imagine all of this translated by the cry of time moving through us. But see, COVID-19 would only last for one frame. If I made a movie about the world, I would tell you not to socially distance ourselves from each other's humanity. A documentary of diversity where divided nations form a unifying pulse, an involuntary muscle with conscious intent of not canceling hope, not canceling love, not canceling life, employing the millions of cells in our bodies to keep moving. See, cinema can be the most beautiful fraud in the entire world. But what if I told you that this is real? What if I made a movie about the world, my beloved home, where the extras avoiding cracks in the sidewalks become the stars, beacons of light and falls of Broadway darkness, where we are the movie, Looks like you beat me to the punchline. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet, and thanks for joining me this week. Make sure to visit my YouTube channel, Hannah Flores, the poet, where you can subscribe for more exclusive video updates, short films, and poems. Keep up with Punchline on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I'd appreciate shares across all platforms. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. If you like this show, 
you might want to check out my Twitter at HannahThePoet1 or my Instagram at HannahFloresThePoet for more information and drop in some things you want me to discuss in the future. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Punchline with Hannah Flores the Poet.